Hey there, before we dive into today's show, I want to remind you that my 21-day manifesting challenge begins on June the 1st, 2020. So if you want to manifest and attract more abundance, more joy, more love, whatever it is that your heart desires, I know you will love this challenge. So for more information and to secure your space, go to sarahprout.com forward slash challenge, and I hope to see you there. Hello and welcome to the show. I'm so excited to have you here with me today. It's always great to spend time together. Today I'm going to be talking about the art of visualization to attract true love. So whether you're single, whether you are in a relationship that needs a little bit of spicing up or a spark or igniting that old flame, then rest assured you will hear something in today's episode that will help you to connect with your beloved, with your soulmate on a deeper level. Now, there's a couple of things and reasons why I wanted to share this information today. Firstly, it is the 10th anniversary of meeting my husband, Sean Patrick Simpson. And just long story short, we met on Twitter back in 2009. And in 2010, we fell in love online before we even met each other in real life. And then Sean spent every single dollar he had left in the world to fly from Hollywood to Australia to meet me. It was a very expensive blind date, (laughs) but we knew we loved each other before we even met in person. And today is the 10th anniversary of that happening. The other reason I want to share with you today, the art of visualization is because some people have a few blind spots, a few emotional blocks when it comes to really allowing themselves to emerge into the visualization process. And it's perfectly understandable. We're not all wired the same. Some of us are visual, some of us are more audio-based, and some of us are more kinesthetic. We are more feeling-based individuals, right? So today I want to share with you how you can start to project into your future so you can meet your future self. You can see what trajectory you are currently on that will help you to amplify and attract into your field of possibility what you really want to experience. Now, there are so many resources out there about the art of visualization, whether it's uh, high-performance athletes that like to visualize the outcome of a race or a competition before they get there, right? There are so many people that um, work in that space of peak performance and hypnotherapists and uh, people that work with poker players to make sure that they're Um, They're visualizing the outcome of their game or they're visualizing and anticipating the different directions that a game or a race could go. And I want to remind you that you are no different from that. In your life, when you act as if you are in a peak state, you are a peak performer, right? (laughs) I know it might sound a little bit masculine, but you are. If you are in this game of life, you need to get really good at how to play it. And visualization is one of the most powerful tools that you can have in your spiritual toolbox. So where do you start, right? Where do you start? Um, For me, I have been practicing the art of creative visualization 
for, oh my gosh, I want to say 30 years, maybe I was around 10 years old when I started, I would visualize what it would be like to spend time with the boy that I had a crush on. (laughs) I would picture myself uh, sitting under a tree and it had beautiful pink blossoms. And then I was, I was um, visualizing what I was wearing. And I, I remember that I was Oh gosh, I haven't had this this memory since I was a little kid. You're getting it. <laughs> You're getting it first, people. Uh, I would visualize wearing this long, flowy purple gown. I don't know what, <laughs> I don't know where that came from, but it was almost the same color as the cover of my my latest book, actually, Dear Universe. And I would feel calm and peaceful, and it was like this utopian experience where all of a sudden, out of the blue, my crush would show up, and we were in fourth grade together, and um, we would get married, and I would picture my last name paired with his. <laughs> you know, it's it's really interesting tool to engage in that imaginative daydreaming space. And the great thing about that is that you can start to do that now, whether you are wanting to attract true love, whether you are wanting to attract abundance. I mean, for today's episode, the theme is about true love. So I really want you to allow yourself to get into the feeling space of what it's like to truly share your life with somebody. However that looks for you, you know, you have that ability within you to know what ultimately will serve you the most. I remember that when I was 19 years old, I had dropped out of college, (laughs) much to my parents' disappointment. I had found myself in a very exclusive graphic design position. And I think there were only about a hundred positions available to go to this course. And I showed up there and I just, I just didn't feel like it was for me. So I decided to take a break of which I didn't go back. (laughs) And I found myself working in various jobs. I worked in a picture frame factory for a little while doing uh, visual display merchandising and framing people's art prints. And then I landed a job at a lingerie store. And oh my gosh, what was its name? Let me think. It was called Audacity. It was called Audacity and it was a little side project from a woman who had a nail salon and she opened it up and had all this gorgeous La Perla and Calvin Klein lingerie and I was 19 years old and I would work there and it was a really interesting experience (laughs) because number one I probably didn't wear a lot of the stuff that they sold there because it was way out of my my budget right Uh, but I worked there and we got some interesting characters in there for sure (laughs) for instance and this is a bit of a side story but it's a little bit funny the guys would come in wanting to buy red lingerie for their partners and I'd be like well what size is she and they'd look at my chest and go oh well she's a bit bigger than you are (laughs) Oh my God, the things I had to put up with there. And if I was working there today at 40 years old and I was treated that way now, I don't think I would have, I would have set some very clear boundaries about what's okay versus what's not okay. So, um, I worked over the road from a picture framing gallery and this was not the one that I worked at. This was at a competing picture framing gallery. And there was a guy that worked there that I really was into. I just liked the look of him. And in my mind, I was visualizing what it would be like to connect with this guy, right? So this was utilizing and getting a little bit um, 
law of attraction-y about how I could manifest an interaction with this person. And oh my gosh, help me out here because if he's listening right now, this is mortifying to me because I've never actually told him that I like him. But it's like 20 years since I've had any kind of interaction with this person, so I'm sure it's perfectly fine. Uh, But I would visualize. So I was standing in the lingerie store and I would look out over the road and I'd just be able to see what he was doing and he could see what I was doing as well. And I would visualize in my mind's eye that somehow our paths would cross. I didn't know his name. I didn't know what his voice sounded like. I was 19 years old, so I was very shy. It wasn't like I was going to go over there and introduce myself. But I would visualize that one day our paths would cross and we would ultimately fall in love and it would be a happily ever after story. This guy was really good looking. (laughs) And, And so at nighttime, five minutes before I fall asleep, I would visualize that I was either in the art gallery over the road or he was in the lingerie store. And I was hoping that it was in the art gallery over the road because if he was in the lingerie store, it meant that he was probably shopping for somebody else. So so I was very specific that I kept the mental boundaries of our first meeting outside of the lingerie store. So during this time, I was still processing the grief because I had been dumped, right? That absolutely sucks. My heart was broken. This was my my first serious boyfriend and we were in a relationship for two years. So being single as an adult was something that I wasn't really used to. So it was exciting, but at the same time, it was really scary. And so I would keep visualizing that maybe I went, I would cross paths with the guy that worked in the frame gallery and he would ask me for my phone number. And then one day I had the inspired idea and I said to myself, okay, Sarah Prout, stop being so silly. Stop waiting for things to happen and take inspired action. So I thought he works in a frame gallery. You're an artist get something framed. (laughs) So I worked all weekend on a piece that would be quite impressive, very highly detailed. And I went over there and I said, hey, I'm an artist and I work in the lingerie store over the road. Can I get this framed? And sure enough, he asked me for my phone number because he took the order. So there was number one manifestation. Number two was that we got along as friends. There was like this instant chemistry where we were just really good friends. And I later found out that he had a girlfriend, which I totally respect. So I was like, "Uh uh-uh, off limits, that's fine. But then he offered me a job, which I had no idea was going to manifest totally randomly. It was a Sunday job where I would work in the gallery from midday to 4 p.m. And I would, um, you know, take the framing orders or deliver the ones that had already been ordered. And they also had artwork on the walls. So I would take sales from on behalf of the artists for the artwork. So this time that I had spent visualizing meeting crossing paths in this gallery space, in this frame shop, right? I didn't know this, but it was only about a couple of months later that a guy walked in that just so happened to be my very first husband, the guy who I would have Thomas and Olivia with. And so you never know how you are energetically charging the space that you visualize in your mind's eye. Now, had I had my time over again, and I wouldn't change anything even if I could, but if I was giving people visualization advice back then of what I could have done differently, it would have been I would have focused on how I felt rather than um, making sure that the convergent points 
the points of convergence or the location were the main focus because they really were. I wasn't thinking, oh, I feel so cherished. I feel so loved. I feel so seen by, you know, the man of my dreams. That wasn't it. It was the fact that our paths crossed and that was all I was focusing on. So if you want to truly attract true love in this most sacred visualization space, tune in to how you feel when you are with this person. Also, and this is a very powerful manifesting tip, focus on them, not on you, not on how they make you feel, not on what you get out of the relationship. Focus on what you give to the relationship. Focus on their feelings as well. What kind of a flutter do you place in their heart? And this is really important that you flip the script on it because if you are single right now listening to this, there is a person out there that is waiting to manifest you right? So switch it up a little bit. And if you are in a relationship that is struggling a little bit, or you wish there was a deeper level of connection, you can visualize what it's going to take to amplify that level of connection that you have in your current relationship. Because relationships ebb and flow. Sometimes they're really hot, heavy, and steamy. (laughs) And then other times it's like, oh my God, can't you just remember to put the damn toilet seat down, please? Or will you trim your nose hairs? You know, like there's remembering and forgetting. You're in a phase of remembering or forgetting. This was a concept shared to me many years ago by my mentor and dear friend. And she reminded me that and she's she's done a lot of work with Sean and I over the last 10 years together to really hone in our skills of honoring one another. If you can show up to your partner, how can I honor you right now? How can I be of service to you? How can we be a mutual support system for each other? These are conversations that you need to have because this is ultimately what creates the sacred framework for your union. And as long as you're not driving or you're not operating any heavy machinery or watching children around knives, fire, or water, then let's do this together. Just take a moment to take in a breath and hold it and then release it and close your eyes if you can. And I want you to imagine that it is five years from now. Five years from now, I want you to imagine the environment that you were in five years from now. Are you in your dream home? Are you at your dream job? Are you on a beach somewhere? Where are you? And who are you with? Who is your beloved? Who is your person? (laughs) Who is your soulmate? And if you have some beliefs coming up where maybe that person isn't there right now, that's okay too. You've got everything that you need when you are by yourself as well. And that's okay. Visualize that. And I want you to put your hand on your heart and I want you to repeat after me. I am enough. I am worthy. (laughs) I am enough. Reason I laughed then is because it's a little bit of a windy day here in Las Vegas right now, and there's a gate around the side of the house that just blew wide open. As I said, I am worthy. So I want you to visualize in your mind's eye 
a gate of worthiness blowing wide open. (laughs) And so it's making space for the people that you need in your life, that it's making space for the opportunities that you need in your life, that it's making space for the fun experiences that you are going to have in your life. Just take in one final breath. (laughs) There goes the gate again. (laughs) So be it and so it is. And as you remember the power you have in your mind's eye that what you see in your mind you can create and attract and amplify and magnetize. Get very selective about about what you allow into this, this chamber in your mind palace. Get very curious about what you are allowing, what you are programming your mind with who you are allowing into your life, what kind of energy patterns do you need to set some very strong and self-compassionate boundaries around. And then you can visualize, not from a space of scarcity or from desperation or from timidness like I was when I was looking to connect with that guy that worked in the frame factory all those years ago, God, 21 years ago now, Just remember the power you have to guide your energy. And when you do that, when you get clear about what's inside the walls of your mind, what you are projecting out into the world, then you'll be amazed at what begins to come back to you. Another example that I have is um, I used to visualize, actually, this this is an interesting point, and I've just had this little download come to me right now, that there is a difference, even though it's very subtle, between visualization and then visions that you have. But the more you visualize, the more the visions come to you and you can see that you're being guided by a power that is greater than yourself. So I used to sit in visualization in my meditations of what I was drawing into my reality, what I was attracting. And I remember seeing this vision. Oh God, it's as clear as anything that it was a room full of people and I was on a stage speaking to them. And then they were applauding me at the end of whatever I was saying. And I was wearing a dress and heels and I had really long hair. And this was probably 15 or 16 years ago that I had this vision. And I never thought in a million years, because I am typically, or I have been in the past, a timid person, somebody that is quite shy and introverted, but not now. (laughs) I got rid of that. That's a new set of different beliefs. (laughs) I'm now an upgraded version of who I thought I was, right? But here's the thing to remember, that vision, that flash of, oh, I was talking to a whole room of thousands of people. Now I am an inspirational speaker and I have spoken on the stages and shared the stages with people like Tony Robbins and Pitbull and uh, uh, I spoke at a Mind Valley event and I did an event in New York last year uh, where the guy from uh, American Idol introduced me on the stage, this whole room. It was a ballroom with all of these huge round tables of people that were there to see me speak. And so even though you might just dismiss it as a weird flash of insight, never underestimate the timing the universe has because the universe is always just kind of pulling back the curtain, <laughs> um, sometimes opening up the kimono to let you see what is in the process of unfolding. So you have this beautiful, intuitive faculty to visualize and then to be given the visions, to visualize, to be given the visions. But you need to open that up. 
You need to be willing to see what is in the process of unfolding. And you may not know how to tell the difference. And just because you have a vision doesn't mean it's going to happen. So for instance, I get a lot of people messaging me all the time saying that they had a dream about a certain person and is that person supposed to be their soulmate or, um, you know, they had a dream they left their job because something better was coming and they ask me what it means. Now just remember, anything that appears in your reality does not need to have an inherent meaning. It doesn't. Just acknowledge it, accept it for what it is. So for instance, and I promised you a for instance here, Um, when I was first in a relationship with Sean, probably around six or seven years ago, I, uh, and we were talking about having a baby, but we hadn't even gone through the miscarriages yet. Story for another day. Um, I had a vision that we had a baby boy, that we had a son. I even remember thinking that his name was Jake. And then I had a dream about this baby and I had a vision that we had a son and I had a vision that we had two matching cars. And um, this this was, no, actually it wasn't seven years ago. It would have been 10 years ago, early on in our relationship. Uh, and I had this vision and I told Sean and we wrote it down because we have like this mutual journal that we share where we share visions and downloads and things like that. And we didn't have a son and his name was not Jake. <laughs> we do have two kind of matching cars now. <laughs> but the point is, it doesn't mean that because you have the vision, it doesn't mean that whatever the vision is, isn't helping you to get from point A to where you need to be, right? Remember the vision I had of the guy in the art gallery. It didn't mean that it was the actual guy. It was either this or something better, or in my case, something needed. (laughs) So just remember that everything that is shown to you by the universe is meant to be shown to you, not for a meaning that you decide, but for the energetic increments in which the universe delivers your desires. This is advanced manifesting stuff when you realize that everything that appears in your reality, good, bad, and difficult, or amazing and reason to celebrate, is all part of the journey. I can guarantee you that the joy that I have for raising my two little daughters right now may not have been there had I not experienced five miscarriages in a row. It may not have been there. It may have been there. I don't know. I can't guess that. But what I'm saying is that even in the tough times, they make you stronger. As cheesy as it sounds, the trials, the tribulations, the the things that make you question if you are on the right path. Just remember, there is no wrong path. There's just a path. You get on that path. You do the best you can with what you have. And you remember that every single emotion that you have and experience and choice point that you have to react to whatever is being presented to you is your point of empowerment. So find that point of empowerment. Find that point of empowerment in your visualizations when you're attracting true love. Find that point of empowerment um, when you are setting intentions to attract more abundance. And if you enjoyed this episode, by the way, please make sure that you sign up for my 21-day manifesting challenge that begins on June the 1st, 2020. All of the details are on sarahprout.com forward slash challenge. I would love to be your guide on this 
challenge because I know that there's so much work we could do together. And I mean, this is just today the tip of the iceberg when it comes to visualization and emotional empowerment and connecting with the universe and all of the amazing themes and topics that come along with the idea and the notion of manifesting. So I hope you join me. Um, Final thoughts today is just to practice. Strengthen your visualization faculties like a muscle. The more you do that, the more it will work for you to strengthen your intuition, okay? So thank you so much for being here with me today. I have absolutely loved this little walk down memory lane into the the very private realms of my visualizations and what has manifested. Uh, And I hope you got value from our time together today. And if you did, please be, um, how do I put this? please be open to all possibilities. And uh, I would love it if you could leave me a review on whatever podcasting platform you are currently listening to this show on. And I can't wait to connect with you again, either if you listen to another episode of the show or if you decide to join me for the 21-day manifesting challenge. All right, lots of love. Bye for now. Thank you so much for being here for yet another episode of Journey to Manifesting. If you would be so kind as to share this show with your friends, with your family, your loved ones, and please rate and review on the podcasting platform you are currently listening to. All right, lots of love. And until next time, enjoy your journey to manifesting.